If you invest time learning how to harness the power of your mind, you will unlock endless possibilities. But if you neglect uncovering the secrets about your mind, your goals may always remain dreams. Welcome back to the Coach Corner, where we talk about how to become the ultimate versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Eric Longoria. And today we are talking about the power of motivation and how to harness it. I want to give a quick shout out to my students, Cash and Matthew, for giving me shout outs on the Instagram. I appreciate it, guys. Well, we know that goals are essential for our growth. Goals drive us to improve. They give us targets to aim for. And because we aim for things, goals help us to reduce needless wandering about. That's why they're so important. Goals will always remain dreams unless you stay motivated. Motivation is key to achieving your goals. And today I'm going to teach you how to improve your motivation so that you can achieve whatever you set your mind to. The first and most powerful way to increase your motivation is to keep your why at the forefront of whatever you do. You know, as a teacher, I am constantly on the go. I'm always doing something. I'm staying up late, planning, perfecting lessons, grading, and before I know it, I start feeling exhausted from my responsibilities at work and at home. But what helps to keep me going, however, is keeping my why at the forefront of whatever I do. Let me tell you a story. So when I was in high school, I thought I was gonna go straight into law enforcement. I didn't wanna to go to college, but because my mom wanted me to, I went ahead and went to college. I was a slacker in high school, but in college, I became a different person. I thought I was gonna to go to the DEA, and so I gave it my all, mentally and physically. I would go, lift weights with my brother and we would lift hard i wanted to be that ultimate person but i pushed it too hard one day i was warming up with my brother we were doing squats when i went down with the bar and i felt a sharp stab in the center of my spine and that caused me to immediately throw off the weights off and go straight to the floor i mean I think I was laying there for 10 minutes and then I finally told my brother, hey, you gotta take me home. I thought the rest would help me heal, but after an hour in bed, I lost the ability to walk or even stand on my own. I could not stand up by myself. That is how painful it was. And I always try to tough out the pain. I guess I consider myself a tough guy or something. But this time it just got to me. I had to tell my mom, hey, you gotta take me to the emergency room. And so when we're finally there, I had to have two big nurses uh, lift me up out of my chair and onto the emergency room bed. They took an MRI, but they couldn't really find anything. Uh, two weeks later, it ended up being that I had a severely herniated spinal disc. Well, once we got home from the hospital, 
my mind, it was racing at a thousand miles per hour. I was worried about how it would affect me personally and career-wise. And I started looking on Google, I started doing my own research, and started to see that I would likely not be able to pass the physical fitness exam and thus not achieve my dream of being in law enforcement. I screamed out to God in pain and agony, not because of my intense physical pain that I felt, but because I felt like my purpose and my driving force in life had been robbed from me. Well, after that, I started to look at ways in how I could serve my community. Teaching had always been something that I wanted to do, um, partly because I had some really cool teachers in high school that helped me when I was growing up. And I thought about that and I figured, hey, well, this is something that I could do. And so I hunkered down in my room during the pandemic and I just powered through. Even after months of hurting, I began to focus mentally on my mission to serve my community. I started doing intense physical therapy, all while balancing a year of being a full-time student. So what is my point to my story? What am I trying to say? My point is that when I didn't have my why, I slacked off. I was less than the ultimate person I wanted to be. Without having the reason why I did things, I felt lost without it. But when I rediscovered my why, that passion led me to become strong enough to power through intense physical pain. That why at the top of my head led me to power through an intense year of college. It led me to even power through a pandemic. Having your why at the top of your head will help you to power through the darkest of days. Having your why at the top of your head will give you an inner strength that you didn't know you had. And this is supported in a book by Daniel H. Pink titled Drive, The Surprising Truth About What Motivates Us. In this book, he argues that extrinsic rewards are not as effective as intrinsic rewards. When we when we are rewarded money, we don't work as hard as when we feel passionate about something. People are more motivated when they are able to feel like what they're doing has meaning. So you have to keep the reason why you're achieving your goal at the top of your mind. Why do you want to lose weight? Why do you want to lift more weights? Why do you want that better grade? Why do you want that thing? Keeping your why at the top of your mind will help you stay focused during difficult times. So the first way to increase your motivation is to have the why at the top of your head. The second way to increase your motivation is to lean on support groups. It's not easy being a teacher. It's not easy being disrespected. It's not easy showing up to work every day and trying to give it your best and others, they just wanna scrape by. As a teacher, I'm passionate, but sometimes 
I feel discouraged. Sometimes I feel tired. Sometimes I feel exhausted. Sometimes I dread waking up and going to work. I love what I do. It doesn't feel like a job, but I get tired and I feel burnt out. And having people that I can lean on, having connections, fostering those connections, ranting to each other about problems that we are having, opening up to others, that relieves my stress. It takes away my stress. And I could not be a teacher if it weren't for those support groups that I've built and that adopted me at where I work. Support groups, even though it sounds like common sense, is a very vital way to maintain and increase your motivation. You may want to take a look at who you're hanging out with. Do the people that you surround yourself with, do they support your goals or are they trying to keep you down? Just because you hang out with someone doesn't mean that they have your best interests in mind. So you wanna make sure that you have a support group, people that inspire you, people that motivate you, people that build your fire so that when you feel down, so that when you feel like you just can't keep going, they push you and you become the best version and you continue to achieve your goals. So leaning on support groups is very important. And I say it's definitely essential to the way I maintain my motivation. The third way to increase your motivation is to celebrate small wins. What do I mean by this? So I recently bet my dad that I could beat him uh, jogging three miles around a park. Well, as I was running, I was sorely mistaken. I was left behind in the dust. I felt defeated. Uh, nevertheless, I kept going. Towards the end, I felt like giving up. Towards the end, I felt like I couldn't do it. But what I would do is I would see a tree that was say 10 feet away and I would say, okay, I know I need to go another mile. I just can't do that. But instead, if I focus on that tree that's 10 feet away, I can do that. So I started focusing on small trees, small branches, to run to. I wasn't running a mile. I was running 10 feet. And after I ran 10 feet, I continued to run 10 feet. And every time I met my goal, I felt good. Every time I met that small goal, I felt like I continued to have energy. So those small wins helped me to overcome what I thought was a long distance. So up to now, we've covered that having the why at the top of your head is important to maintaining motivation. Not only that, but leaning on support groups is vital. Celebrating small wins is also important. It helps you to stay motivated. It helps you to see progress. And because you see progress, you stay motivated and you want to continue doing more. And the strategy of celebrating small successes is actually backed up in a book titled Power of Small Wins. 
in this book, the author argues that celebrating and reporting progress leads to higher levels of motivation and happiness than those who don't. So you'll want to make sure that you count every win and that you celebrate it as you are making strides towards achieving that goal that you want. And it's okay to suffer setbacks, but as long as you're celebrating the wins, the small wins, and as long as you're focused on the progress that you're making, you will have increased levels of motivation and happiness. The fourth way to increase your motivation is to adopt what's called the growth mindset. So in a book titled Mindset, The New Psychology of Success, the author argues that there are two types of mindsets. One is the fixed mindset and the other is the growth mindset. If you have a fixed mindset, you think that one's abilities and qualities cannot be changed. You think that you yourself and others cannot be changed, that the situation is never gonna improve. And you tend to have uh, an aversion to challenges when you have fixed mindsets and you feel threatened by others and their success. But when you have a growth mindset, you believe that one's skills and abilities can be developed through hard work and dedication. People with a growth mindset, they embrace challenges and they are inspired by others and they persist in the face of setbacks. The author, the author argues that people who have a growth mindset are more likely to achieve success than those with a fixed mindset. Let's dissect that a little bit. People who believe that the situation can be changed will likely be more successful than those who give up. Why is that? When you have a growth mindset, you believe that things can change, so therefore you act to make sure those things can change. If you have a fixed mindset, however, it's basic, it, it's the same as giving up. So don't give up on your goals, have a growth mindset, see where you can improve, and make sure that you keep on working hard. Believe that you can, with hard work, achieve what you want. So in conclusion, there are four ways to keep yourself motivated to achieve the goal that you want to achieve. The first thing you have to do in whatever you do is remind yourself why you do it. The second thing you wanna do is find people that remind you why you do it and that encourage you to keep on doing whatever your goal is. The third thing that you have to do to increase your motivation is to celebrate the small things that you do and the small wins that you get. Finally, the fourth way to increase your motivation is to adopt a growth mindset so that you believe the things that you do can and will change things. So motivation is key to achieving goals. It's the fuel that lights the fire. You can have something that you set your aim for, but if you don't have that fuel, to propel you to that goal, well, then you're never gonna make it. So motivation is 
something that'll help you to achieve your goals, but motivation is actually not enough. Discipline is also important to motivation, and we'll be talking more about discipline and the importance of that in the next podcast. If you liked this episode, please consider liking and subscribing. That'll help the channel grow, and I'll greatly appreciate it. Also, please make sure to check out my Instagram that is in the show link in the episode link or description and you'll be able through there to be able to send me a message and tell me what you'd like, what you'd like to hear and what I could talk about and how I'm doing on the show. All right guys, this is Mr. L's Cozy Corner. I'm out. Peace.